The following podcast will contain graphic, disgusting, crass, foul, mature, and immature content. I'm Roscoe Toscobble. A half-elf rogue. I'm sure I'll help you with your problems. For money. This is Sir Colvick Darkseed. I'm a half orc cleric. And I'll happily show you my talking stick. This is Melvin Hardmeat. I am a high elf wizard. And so far, I have set zero clouds on fire. on the very good adventuring team well as opposed to like brick red blue cleaver <laughs> that's <laughs> way better <laughs> I just went with the first fine fucking Melvin's battling another human female you're best. and a three two one oh Jesus Christ that how did you get it all the way over there I don't know I don't even know I'm, where it went I'm really good you're very good fuck it Double or nothing. Did wow. Switching partners was apparently the fucking way to go. So, Melvin, you were even before this. Now you're up 3,000. I knew you guys could do it. <laughs> what, what the fuck that, do we need money for anyway? We never spend it. So. <laughs> That's why I was trying to get something besides money. But you know what? I'm happy in the end getting my drinks. We believe that the powerful Lich Chad may have done the unthinkable to it. He fucked it. <laughs> I'm sorry I couldn't resist. <laughs> un- I mean, the unthinkable, sure. Um, <laughs> Chad may have made half of the chalice into a phylactery. See, normally to destroy a lich, you must destroy the phylactery. But, well, for obvious reasons, that's not really a possibility in this case, is it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is a big city, and uh, I think there would definitely be a place of worship for all of the gods here. Including Hyaf, elf. Exude snaps her fingers. You pop into existence in the middle of a road in a large and open flatland. She's <laughs> <laughs> like a fucking cockney Australian. <laughs> Just, I'm writing a paper about Lich's Mears. <laughs> <laughs> No idea what I'm doing with this accent. I think it's fantastic. Cockney Australian. That's perfect. Who's a PhD candidate in litchery? Litchery. Uh, so he, uh, he knows that the object itself does not grant you any power over the lich specifically, but would be a fair bargaining chip. Hmm. Okay. I mean, if you're like, if you could get your hands on someone's soul with the capability of effectively destroying it, yeah, that'd be a, that'd be a pretty good bartering, bartering tool there. But it would not give you like voodoo doll-like powers over that person. Gotcha. Well, I shouldn't even really say person because it's... Undead. Undead, yeah. Past being a person. 
Would he have any sense of what I'm doing with his object? Like, you know, if I was like putting my wiener on it or... <laughs> <laughs> Would you put your wiener on it? <laughs> gonna that roll could be that. cursed. Uh, I'm going to say with a 15, he knows enough to know that... Um, Your wiener should not go on. <laughs> <laughs> well, that I think is pretty universal. Roll a paragraph on this. Uh, a lot of people die that way, putting their wieners on a phylactery. <laughs> no, he knows that you uh, that um, the lich would probably have a sense of someone touching it, etc., and would definitely feel if it was being damaged, but probably wouldn't know like who you are or where you are, sort of thing. Gotcha. Would you call that being phylactered? Haha. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, that's really all I have. Thank you for the quality information, Barkeep. It's Genghis, it is. How'd you lose your hand, Genghis? Well, I was, uh, was an adventurer like you. Did you take an arrow to your hand? <laughs> no, no, no. I've heard that one before, though. Now I was, uh, adventuring around and, uh, well, I got my pinky bit off by a zombie, and, well, about the only way to stop that from spreading is to chop a little further up. I was lucky enough to only have to lose a hand. All right. Wait, did you, where was this wiener. at? All I heard was good thing it didn't bite your wiener. What did you say, Colvick? <laughs> where did you get attacked by zombies? Well, that's on the way to Chad's place. It's uh, used to be a real ancient city out there, way out, and uh, that's kind of where Chad's made his home, and, well, it was a... Big place with lots of riches and all kinds of other stuff. Lots of rich riches. Enough to make a man rich out there and but you're rich. I was uh, I was out there searching and scavenging and I I uh well, I got surrounded by a horde of zombies and lost a finger and lost a hand because of the finger. I'm gonna go ahead and tip Genghis five gold for his help information and just for being a cool orc guy. Nice, nice. I thought for sure when he asked where he <laughs> Where you were attacked, you're gonna say, "Man!" <laughs> <laughs> oh, getting good. Oh, that's a missed opportunity right there. Pretty, <laughs> <laughs> <Well>. ain't you? <laughs> so you guys are hanging out up at the bar, and and you're asking questions and all the rest of it. And um, I'm gonna have. Well, let's just have each of you guys uh, roll me up a d20. Ooh, I got Melvin's luck four. Fourteen. <laughs> I got Roscoe's luck, 18. Nice. It's just mirrored across the table here. Uh, so, Melvin, you are like, you kind of like back up a little bit and you feel yourself bump into a person that's standing behind you. And uh, and it's like, there's just this dude there. And he's like, oh, hey, how's it going? Heard you guys were, heard you guys were looking for, what are, you, what are you doing here? Chad. 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 <laughs> I just look at him and say, "Chad." <laughs> oh, Chad! You looking to get? You looking to get? You looking to get rich? Then you looking to? You looking to get in, uh, Go get on it and get in. Get on on. Uh, get on in some riches and some gold and shit. Looking for a narrative. Yeah. Speaking nope. of event. We're our. We're uh, just looking for Chad. Looking for Chad. Hmm. You looking for somebody to help you get to Chad? About further than anybody. Wait, how far did you get? Oh, I made it all the way to the castle. If you're Chad, you have to tell us. <laughs> <laughs> Magical entrapment. <laughs> he kind of looks at me. He's like, "Well, I'm, I'm not Chad. Definitely not Chad. Nobody is Chad. Nobody's Chad. Chad's no. Chad doesn't come this far out. Chad's 
Not Chad. I just, that's what Chad would say. <laughs> <laughs> Roscoe eyes him suspiciously. I just want to look around. Does everybody know this guy? Who is this guy? Genghis, uh, you know this guy? Uh, Genghis is going to be the one that responds and, uh, and is like, oh, that's just Derek. Derek's one of the guys that, you know, claims he's a guide, goes into the, the wastelands and beyond and whatnot, and well, I've seen him go out there with a couple of people, but I've never seen him come back. How about that, Derek? Doesn't sound like you're a very good guide when you're... Oh, they make, they make all their money and then they get off. They, they, then they go. Then they take off. Got a real confusing set of accents tonight. <laughs> what, uh, how much money have you made, Derek? Well, I, made, I made a bunch. Lots of money, but I spent it all. Spent it all on drinking and women. Do you know what will happen to you? You double cross us, Derek? Double cross you for what? What would I, How would I do that? Well... I mean, that's true enough. We're trying to get to Chad. So if he tries to trick us by leading to Chad. (laughs) (laughs) You end up with like, you end up at like some farmhouse and he's like, here he is, Chaz. (laughs) I'll kill you. (laughs) (laughs) The great and powerful Chaz. Well, Derek, we already know we just got to take this road to get to Chad. So what value do you offer? Oh, no, a, lot of, a, lot of, a lot of good hiding spots and whatnot along the way, just like, uh, like it's take you a long time and I can make it not take quite as long. Like how much are you going to charge to not take quite as long, Derek? Oh, it's a hundred a day, hundred gold a day. hundred gold a day to just take not quite as long? Well, it's better than dying, isn't it? Better than dying. Why would we die? Oh, there's a lot of just shit everywhere. I'm <laughs> dead and monsters and everybody's everywhere trying to kill everybody. Um, we'll, we'll pay you a hundred gold total, and a hundred gold more if we make it back alive. Uh, I'm gonna have him make an insight roll against you guys right now. It's a little too average. I'm gonna make one more because he's he's now he's really sizing you guys up. He looks at you guys and says, mm, "That's two hundred gold and two hundred all together. How far do you want to go?" Well, how far can you take us? Well, I'll take you, take you into the wastelands for that. Maybe to the wall. The wall around the castle? Well, no, it's like right here in the tavern, which is in the town. And then there's like some farmlands outside of that, and then the wasteland, and then the wall, and then the marsh, and then the city, and then the estates, and then the castle, and then the tower. And I'll take you to the wall. It's like not very far. To the wasteland, to the wall. <laughs> <laughs> eh, no thanks, Derek. We'll figure it out. Mm, fuck. <laughs> Bye, Derek. <laughs> Derek walks away grumbling about like wasted time and and tourists and and shit like that, and go joins a group of uh, two other kind of ratty looking assholes at another table. Fucking Derek. Fucking. Should Derek. I throw my dagger at him? <laughs> just, but don't hit him. Just like thunk it into the wall next to his head. Yeah, Roscoe's got a Roscoe. Yeah. You're gonna throw that dagger at the wall? Yeah. All right, man. Give me an attack roll. 20. Man, you sink that thing in like you shaved some of the hair in this guy's mustache as it went into the wall. Like fucking razor perfect shot. And he like sits back and just wide-eyed sits there for a minute. Derek, bring that to me. <laughs> he's just, he's like stock still. And there's like a couple seconds where you can't tell why he's not moving. And then like you can smell this guy shit his pants. <laughs> <laughs> 
I walk over there and pull it out with disgust. <laughs> you should now. You should offer to have Derek pay you two hundred dollars to take him to the wall, <laughs> <laughs> or two hundred gold. He's just he's shivering and cowering at this point. I've had enough of Derek and his nonsense. All right, Kolvik, your new bestie, Genghis, up at the bar, kind of like peers out the window and then gives you a meaningful look and says. Oh, you probably don't want to get out there in the dark then, unless you got a lot of torches and whatnot. You're probably looking for a place to spend the night and stay at the night at the inn. Well, we can all see in the dark. I'm not too worried about that there, Genghis. Yeah, but I'm trying to rest up or all fucking whatever you want to do then. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a flashlight room? That we can just... <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, God. I just like my brain just went like a hundred miles an hour down this road of like what would they make it out of? What would they? <laughs> well, we have a prized exuit here. <laughs> she took off, man. She left you guys. Everything's made out of mud and poop here. I don't, <laughs> I don't think we want to stay. Poop light. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I would actually go up and ask group. Well, he's asking about accommodations. Are we just trying to head off? Or are we gonna stay around for a bit? I think we spend the night. Never hurts to get a good night's sleep. Maybe some gods or goddesses come to us in All the right. night. What's the best room you have available for us three? It says, for the three of you, mate, I got a room with a hot tub. It's a tub and it's hot. Oh. <laughs> we'll put oh. some water oh. in it for oh. you. Okay. Oh. That's pretty fucking fancy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess here and they supply the heat, some water. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll go ahead and we'll go and take that room. Do they have a lock on the door? Yes, it definitely has a lock on the door. It's going to be one gold for the night since the three of you, I assume, are all just going to split that one big room. Yeah. There's there's uh, there's multiple beds in there. Okay. I just don't trust the people around us, and so it'd be good to, uh, well, I guess if still if Melvin doesn't really sleep, we can, I'll go up and stay the four hours, and if Melvin wants to stay up the rest of the time, we can do it that route. Cool. I will say you guys have a, a safe evening here. I, I was going to fuck with you guys and maybe have like, some thieves try and sneak in mm-hmm. in the night and whatnot, because you guys are, like, very obviously, like, not covered in shit, and thus tourists, potentially with money. Uh, but I think Roscoe's demonstration of uh, knife-throwing skills in the bar probably probably would have dissuaded all but the dumbest. And uh, we're going to say the dumbest are taking a night off. So what we're going to say from this point forward is we're going to introduce... Uh, I'm not going to call them new rules, but they're new rules to you guys, because we haven't really tracked them before. What you guys are about to embark on, and I, and I feel like it's only fair of me to like tell you about rules I'm going to start enforcing that I have never enforced before. What you are about to embark on is going to be a very long and very perilous journey through like, like it's probably going to take us several adventuring sessions to get all the way through this thing. It is a long, long ways to Chad. In the process of doing that, there are a couple things we are going to start tracking that we have not tracked before. Uh, and one of those things is rations and supplies and the like um so we're gonna say you guys do some shopping in town the next day and you get up like 10 rations seems to be the typical number and carrying much more than that wouldn't do you much good because it just wouldn't last longer than that uh so we'll be tracking some of that you guys will probably have to do some like gathering and finding food and whatnot along the way a ration by the way is like a day's worth of food uh is, the other uh, thing a day's worth a piece so yeah like yeah one ration for one person for one day yes um, we would have like three days food. Well, why don't we just fill up our portable hole? Oh, I'm sorry. You guys would get ten rations apiece. Oh, okay. 
So you'd have like 10 days worth of food. Well, because the food wouldn't last any longer than the 10 days. Well, why don't we just get like some fucking beef jerky or something? <laughs> we, I mean, we do have like a create food and water. It's also vacuum sealed in there, man. <laughs> We've gone over it how much air is in the portable hole before, though. Like, shit would go bad in there if you let it sit. Mm-hmm. Whatever, we'll get beef jerky and rice or whatever. It's not like you can't get hard tack. Oh, Genghis said there's zombies. If we are real hungry. <laughs> uh, Gross. I'm just going to go on a limb. I don't think you're supposed to eat zombies. <laughs> you, weren't sp- like, uh, you weren't supposed to eat trolls opinion. either, but... <laughs> <laughs> We went, we went another tr- day troll dogging. Yeah, we went troll dogging real hard. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, if you get if that's what you're thinking, like, because you guys, um, let's say throughout the course of the evening that you you get the impression that like this journey could be very long. So like, yeah, if you guys want to stockpile up on a bunch of rations, um, like, and water, should store some water in there. We have the magic fucking fire hose thing. Good one. Colvick does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as long as you got that, you don't have to worry about water. As long as you have that. <laughs> we should bring some water. <laughs> just kidding, I'm just kidding. I don't really want to get too deep in the weeds on, like, fucking with you guys on rations and supplies and stuff, but um, just right. know that, like, I'm, I'm going to be more or less tracking time over the course of this. Um, how many rations do you guys want to get? And you said 10 is kind of the limit of usefulness? Uh, you know, I'll say that you guys can carry as many as you like, and we'll see what happens. And this is like... We'll see what happens. We'll see what <laughs> happens. Everything's going to work out fine. Well, there's uh-huh. also the fact that I'm like, I'm telling you, like, I'm going to track rations, and you guys can be like, we get a million. I <laughs> 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 a million Oregon Trail, you shot 382 pounds of buffalo. Nice, yeah. You carry five. So what I'm thinking is like a you know, like rational assumptions on how much you would bring. I see what um, you did there. So if we said maybe like you guys each grabbed at 20, so you've got a total of 60. Yeah. I don't think you'd probably grab much more than that. 200. Like 200. Let's get 200 rations. All right, man. 200 rations. I actually don't. We've how never much is a ration? bottom i have i can't remember the and what i think is, it adds flavor to the story if we have to hunt or gather and what would you say is the volume of a individual ration? i was actually thinking to say i only have, i'm bringing 20 rations where is my i just said we're bringing 200 you're bringing <laughs> flintstone size rack of ribs <laughs> <laughs> we can't even get it on the portable hall the Did you see that big, huge fucking cow a couple of weeks ago? <laughs> yeah, that, that looks... reminded me of the Flintstones rack of ribs. That's what that would look like. <laughs> well, a ration, rations rather, for one day is five silver pieces each. Uh, so what are we talking about there? A thousand silver, so a hundred gold worth of rations. Uh, and they are two pounds a piece. So imagine two pounds worth of like dried food. So we're talking like a quarter ton of rations. You guys have filled up. <laughs> if you've got two hundred rations, uh, you would you would fill up like like a quarter to a half probably of the portable hole. You're, you could just fucking Scrooge McDuck it in your rations. <laughs> Whatever, fuck it. I want to maybe maybe we can, jerky. maybe we'll use them for trading or something. If there's people that we run into out there, you know, set zombie traps. Yeah, sure. Mm. Do zombies want beef jerky? Probably not. It's hard enough biting through skulls and they shit. Want, they want your brains. 
Brains. Brains. Are we each carrying some rations or are we putting them all in the portable hole or what I, are we doing? I think we should put most of them in the hole, but I think everybody should just carry some on them. I love how we just well. go a great deal of the most minute details mm-hmm. of an adventure. We're like, you know what? This is important to us. 200 rations. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Forget the armor, forget the weapons. We'll each carry 10 rations. (laughs) And you'll put 170 in the portable hole. That is accurate. Excellent. Should we bring some water with us? Yeah. We should (laughs) buy... Can we buy a barrel? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's say a barrel is like... We're going to put all the rations inside the hole. Just push it in there. Yeah, because the <laughs> you can just like snow shovel and rations <laughs> into the fucking portable hole. Pitchfork him in. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. Back it up. Yeah, back it up. Horse going back one. Roll the barrel in there and it smashes. Exactly. And you just got you've just you've made a giant fucking bowl of stew. Oh yum. <laughs> yeah, let's say let's say you guys can buy a, a 55 gallon barrel. Uh, let's just call that. I don't even know how much a barrel would be. Like one gold, probably. Okay. And then you fill it up with water. Available sources nearby. Well, just use the hose. Oh yeah, fill up, fill it on up. All right, so 101 gold. Yes, sir. All right, anything else that we need for a long journey? Journey like Wait, a. What about toilet paper? Do we have any horses or anything? We have mm. our horses, yeah. Uh, you like guys got like that? teleported yeah. here, so oh, you guys shit. wouldn't yeah. have your horses. Hey, can Where we buy horses? Yeah. Mm, Is any of the fine stables around here? Let's see what we got in town for horses. Uh, you didn't have shit for horses. Nobody's willing to sell them. And uh, I mean, what, you guys look around and you see the horses that are available. Uh, you guys don't think they're very healthy. I'm gonna pull out Laiduna. Nope. Put it back in my. <laughs> You always, just got a pig in your pocket? I always have Lady Una with me. <laughs> pig in a pocket. Yeah. Can we enslave the locals? To carry <laughs> <laughs> they just make what a about, fucking caravan. <laughs> what about cows? Just anything that can pull. We don't necessarily need oxen. Horses. Yeah, we ride right <laughs> some oxen. Yeah, battle. I mean, that's, you're getting into some like old school D&D shit if you want to get like an ox card for sure. Do they have any donkeys? Yeah, you know what? Let's say uh, or war elephants, a pack mule, war elephants. The, uh, yeah, it's a pretty solid role. So you guys find, uh, you guys find a farmer who just happens to be in town selling off his wares, and uh, he's got he's got a pair of fine, pretty healthy looking oxen, and uh, and a pretty decent cart, like like the big you know four wheel. What the fuck do you call that? Like, there's the little you know seat on the front, and then a. You know the fucking Amish pickup truck, whatever the fuck you call those things. It's just a. Why do we? Why do we need this again? Well, I mean, if we're either one, we want to walk the whole way, or two, carry any of it. I mean, very stuff the whole time. Can you? Can we ride ox oxen? We can ride in the, the wagon. Okay. And once it breaks down, we'll just leave the ox there and <laughs> walk the rest of the way. We'll eat the wagon. We ox. eat them. Yeah. That's like two more rations. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, fucking Fred Flintstone! <laughs> you eat that whole fucking. <laughs> We're on keto. Kirby over here. <laughs> All, right. All right, you guys uh, want the fucking wagon? I fit. Really? The. I just feel like we can walk faster than these fucking oxen can. Walking's for suckers. Fine. Do you Fine. know? It made me. Th- it's like the only funny scene in the movie was at one BC or whatever it was. You guys remember that movie? It's like Jack Black yeah. and Michael mm-hmm. Sarah. 
And it shows them and they're like, whoa, we're going so fast. And then the camera pans out and they're on a cart and it's going at like barely walking speed. They're like going to throw up like, oh, whoa, stop moving this. Most of the rest of that movie was dumb, but that, that scene was pretty funny, huh, guys? Pretty it funny. It was funny. All right. All right. So what you guys are in so far as a situation right now goes if you were to buy a wagon, a wagon would normally be, as per the Adventurer's Handbook, or Player's Handbook, rather, uh, a wagon would be 35 gold, and a... I don't really have a thing in here for an ox. You know, and I guess we're not carrying a whole lot. It'll be maybe faster to walk, negate that, and then we'll just walk. All right? That's, that's, I'm like that's, that's, very, the math, that's man. very unlazy of you. Just, it's... It seems more work to deal with these oxen because we, then we'd have to get food for the oxen. Food for the food, <laughs> <laughs> right? So it's like a T-shirt from the Dells. I just think it's, I think it's easier food. not to deal with these things. Fine. All right. I mean, we can just buy one and kill it right away, and then put it in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> Just stab it, throw it in. <laughs> just tip fun. it over. <laughs> just push it in there. <laughs> Into the hole with you. <laughs> the poor fucking farmer you buy it from is just like, what the hell? It's like super valuable too because town is so desolate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this place is a fucking dump, man. Okay, so you guys have got provisions and all the rest of that settled out. And you'll have some more time to think more about provisions, etc. Uh, and then the other thing that I want you guys to recognize that is going to be tracked is um, what's called exhaustion. And exhaustion is an interesting set of rules in Dungeons & Dragons where if you go long periods without being able to get proper sleep and rest, it begins to affect uh, essentially dice rolls, but it affects your um, utility and playability as a character in the game. Um, so you guys are going to be like out in this long journey uh i mean you guys know that the place you're going to is like off in the unseeable distance right now so it's going to take you a while um so just keep in mind that if you get yourself into a situation where like you have to continue moving and you can't rest the thing you will accrue is exhaustion and that has a cumulative poopy things that happen to you i think i'm just gonna fly there so. <laughs> <laughs> you can only fly as long as you can say Ploob. I like to think if you there run you out of breath you just float a little down <gasps> and you have to lift back up oh, it's like Princess from Mario Brothers mm -hmm. yeah oh, nice. good, good, good fucking reference there Hello, VGAT fans. Merry week to all of you. I hope every little thing is wonderful for you and you're all having a lovely time. This week, we have a very special thank you to Eloise, who joined us as a Patreon patron. A long time ago, when the future of the podcast was a little less certain than it is now, Eloise sent in some drawings of our hapless heroes. I was super happy to get them. It really made my day. And now, she's decided to join the ranks of our Patreon supporters, and we couldn't be happier to have her. Welcome, 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 Eloise. So, you know when you're younger and you hit all these milestones? Like, 
they just hit you all rapid fire. Like you can walk and then talk and then you're five and that's the biggest thing in the universe. And then you're 10, which is double digits, baby. And then like right after that, you're a teenager and then you're in high school and man, the hits just keep coming. And then you hit 18 and it's friggin' massive. And then you're not a teenager anymore. And then you're 21, which is, in, you know, in the States means you can drink legally. And then there's this big pause. You know, maybe you get life goals like college done or job or marriage, but like none of the ages mean anything anymore. Like 30 feels all right, but like that's all you get anymore is decades until you retire at least. I mean, that's cool. Anyway, so the VGET just hit 25,000 downloads the other day, and I feel like that's the last big milestone for some reason. For a while, anyway. Like, 50,000 is going to be awesome, but all the numbers in between are going to be kind of like, meh. You know, like, I'm still excited about every download we get, personally, but, you know, for some reason those big round numbers are supposed to feel more special. I don't know. Anyway, I just wanted to take a moment to celebrate how far we've made it on nothing but stupid fart jokes and a made-up story. And even if it's a long time until we get a big round number, I am ecstatic every time we get more downloads. I am super glad you're all here. Thank you all for listening. You know, folks, if you ever want to reach out to us, we're out there on Twitter under at VGA Team. We've also got the website with the contact form and a Facebook group. We haven't done a ton of social media stuff in a while. That should pick up again when I'm done replaying Skyrim. Or maybe not. Who knows? Maybe I'll never finish Skyrim. I have so much more to go. I haven't even touched the main quest yet. I've only found one of the Dragon Priest masks. Like, yeah, I've gotten so much more to go. Well, anyway, let's get back to the journey to Chad. Killed Chad. Mm hmm. That's what we're doing. <sighs> Don't we need to bring some supplies with us? You guys had stocked up on yeah, supplies. Yeah, we did. We okay. put a bunch of supplies in the portable hole. Yeah, we argued quite extensively on what we should bring in the portable hole and what was important. Actually, it was the entire time you guys were talking about that, I was thinking about the portable hole basically being filled with pies. Like, just shelves and shelves of pies. That's what I pictured it as. <laughs> all the same kind of pie? Or just different the same kind of pie, like all rhubarb or something. So, oh, a few podcast episodes back, you mentioned that you only had one um, jar of liquid fluid left. Mm-hmm. Is that all we have left? Do we have any more in that portable hole? Cleaning fluid? That's you guys correct. have... We still... Okay, so that I, was just on your person. Roscoe's yeah. person. Yep. Okay. That's good to know. Just because before we go out, Roscoe might need to restock or something because that's been very handy oh yeah yeah, yeah. if you guys want to like do inventory stuff and whatnot go right ahead yeah i mean just knowing that i'll i'll stock some into my inventory on hand as well i'm gonna put five in About, my inventory yeah five as well i believe we started off with like 50 or 60 or something like that and mm-hmm. there's no way you guys have used that many by now so no. i don't know how many clowns that we came across not a whole not 50 or 60 at least so You've been on the road a few days, journeying east to the city where the lich Chad is rumored to live. You've been in the farmlands surrounding Redane. The landscape looks like an old sepia photograph of a place you wouldn't want to visit. It's mostly flat, but you can see hills in the middle distance. A light dusting of snow mostly covers small tilled patches of dirt, but even the snow itself looks gritty and gray. 
The occasional hut or hovel stands out further from the road, sometimes something big enough to be called a barn. Here and there you think you may have seen a person, but the only real life you've seen since leaving the town are carrion birds in the sky and scrawny, slow-moving livestock in the fields. The road itself is uh, about 20 feet wide or so, and it's mostly just packed dirt. In some spots you can see enough of that dirt has been pushed away or scraped off, by, and like something harder is underneath that, likely stone or brick. You can tell that this path is ancient. You can't really tell what was here that was worth building this massive road for, but whatever it was is long gone. Man, I'm glad we sure didn't hire that guy to come, because so far it seems like just a straight road of nothing. <laughs> seems pretty straightforward. I think we know which way we're going to take. Yep. I'm going to take this ancient road. <laughs> you come to a fork in the road. No. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> the boring miles have lulled you into an almost hypnotic state. Uh, so it's pretty surprising when a puff of smoke and ash plumes up from the ground in the center of the road ahead of you. The wind is blowing heavily in from the north, and it blows the ash and smoke to your right, obscuring the lands to the south of you. Out of this little volcano steps a figure. This figure is shorter than all of you. She's wearing leather armor that's covered in strange-looking writing. Every bit of exposed skin and hair is covered in caked-on ash. She's holding a two-headed axe that from where you're standing looks like it's made of bones. Very human-looking bones, actually. She raises her axe above her head, emits a scream, and starts running towards you. I'll have each of you roll for initiative. Yeah, I was talking about the foreshadowing of thinking. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oops. Dice. Dice went crazy. Like meta, no thinking I know who this person is already, but not knowing kind of mm -hmm. thing. This is exciting. Are we ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me yeah. look for Chad. Chad, 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 interrupted Chad, by Chad. some lady with her bone axe. I think she's friendly. I'm going to ask her, are you Chad? <laughs> <laughs> wait till your turn. We sh wait, we should just all stop and chant Chad at her. <laughs> Chad, <laughs> Chad, 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 Chad. Confuse her. Yeah. <laughs> Your new combat tactic Confusion Let's try it and see Chat what happens formations. The chat formation Let's do it, let's see what happens Oh man We're totally gonna get piety wiped Whatever, chat, chat, chat I think it's a sound strategy In the name of Chad Bold move, Cotton Let's see if it pays off Colvick, tell me about your initiative 17 Roscoe, tell me about your initiative 20 Melvin Tell actually, me about your initiative. Chili, can I change mine because I did not do my... Just kidding! Can you get your shit 20. together? What, why are you changing it? Because I forgot to add my initiative bonus. I'm going to start uh, giving you guys a D&D &D quiz before every session. I'm going to fucking hold you under the water until you stop <laughs> moving. <laughs> I gave you guys those cheat sheets and everything. Oh, I got them. Don't worry, they're crumpled up. <laughs> you mean these crumpled up things? <laughs> They literally are! <laughs> 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 what the fuck? Did you find those under somebody's seat on the bus? Hey, what's this thing? Ooh, <laughs> Merry Christmas! I totally forgot about that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you get it? There's just a Christmas card. He had no idea this was in there until you looked at uh, these uh, papers. <laughs> business papers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. People working around the clock. My initiative 17. Thank you. Would that plus your bonus? <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good. 
Some people make that mistake. That's all I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. It's been told. Do any of you have your uh, cheat sheets, papers? I bet mine are in my car somewhere. Okay. I know everything already. So. Uh, oh, look at me. Ugh. Pop quiz. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go. Two at more to get in here. Half HP. What is your character show? Um, Wiener. What does they show? Mm-hmm. Half health bar. You don't know it. Bloodied. Show signs of wear. Cuts, bruises. Come on. That's weird. <laughs> That's embarrassing what it is. Pop quiz time. Ah, sure got just, me on that one. <laughs> I would just quit. I feel quite the buffoon. <laughs> is this, um, this lady like a dwarf or what the hell is she? You magic, said she's shorter please. than us? Well, if you... Um, uh, so this, it does not look like a dwarf. It looks like... It? It. So it's not a she? It is a she, sorry. They. They, yeah. I didn't mean a dead name. I know that's bad. She looks uh, like a short person, like 70 feet or whatever from you. Is she the, far that is. Like we, a child? Are we scared of her? Uh, she definitely looks... Fierce. Yeah. Fierce and crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're scared of her. I would say probably not. We've killed dragons and whatnot. I'm not afraid. You guys are also pretty cocky. That's a good point. Uh, why don't I have you roll some perception on that there roll? Am I trying to perceive if I'm scared? Well, you're trying to perceive if this is a threat or not. Is that just Melvin or? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Melvin was the only one that asked. Yeah. I perceive. Three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't feel like this is a threat. You're looking the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> Roscoe's like, what's going on here? And Melvin's looking at, like a, <laughs> he's looking at like a cactus on the side of the road somewhere. I'm not scared of that at all. Who's yelling? Old man yells at cactus. Mm-hmm. So, any other questions before we begin actual initiative order? Which, by the way... Is Roscoe with a 20, Kolvik with a 20, Malvin with a 17. You'll notice that there is a thing called B in the turn order. That's a 12. Uh, there's a thing called Chosen at 8, which is that thing across from you, that person across from you. And then S at a 2. You don't know what B and S are yet. Bullshit. Poop-colored map. It is pretty poop-colored. Oh, I see. And then there's a gray road. I did a really great job with maps today. Drew you guys a really good map by making everything poop-colored and then putting a gray streak across it to indicate the road. And don't worry, I know about making maps, and this is pristine. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you can appreciate. I do. You know, from the eyes of a craftsman. Mm-hmm. Roscoe. Eyes of a craftsman. Does the lunatic is sprinting at us? Yes. I have 1,050 ball bearings in my pouch, and I toss them out on the road. <laughs> <laughs> That is an excellent start. Uh, So here's what we're going to do. We are going to get out our shape drawing tool. That's a lot of ball bearings. Can you please draw 1,000? Roscoe, we're going to say that 1,000 ball bearings is going to cover about a... Oops, that's not the shape I wanted to draw. Draw the shape. Draw it yellow. I'm going to say that there is a area in front of you that is 15 foot square that is now difficult ball bearing terrain. Does that feel uh, 
satisfactory for your ball bearing event. And then I make the DX suck at Cyanetter. Nice. Ooh, nice. You'll never be able to get around these ball bearings. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never be able to go slightly to the side of the road. That is impossible. <laughs> oh no. My plan is flawed. <laughs> We're just going to be chased around these ball bearings. <laughs> Alright, Roscoe, did you want to do anything else on your turn? No, I'm good. Okay. Colvick, over to you. Well, during this time, I did want to go across that road, but seeing all the ball bearings, and to the bottom of the road, is there a lapse of ball bearings where I see on the map? Yeah, and you guys can travel. I'm sorry, my map is really poorly communicating terrain here. Mm -hmm. This is all just sort of flat yep. everywhere around here. And then there's a part that you can tell is the road. And then there's just more dirt on the other sides of it. So it's not like you guys are in like a 20 foot wide alley. Okay. So you could just go around the ball bearings. No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I cannot. You're right. You're, it's like a, like, you know how dogs get weirded out about certain things? Like if you put a vacuum cleaner in a hallway and they feel like they can't get around it. You can go through these, but you have to go backwards. <laughs> I just watched a video of somebody's dog doing that, going through a lobby. We probably watched the same one. That is awesome. All right, um, that's a pretty cool trap, and I don't want to like dismiss it as awesome. But I also want to do something else outside of it, so I want her to go towards the trap kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And so, if I walk slowly into the ball bearings, only like 20 feet, how would that work? Um, so, difficult terrain. Let me bust out some rules here. Just like, let me see if it's on my, my cheat sheets here. Oh yeah, uncrumple your cheat sheet and see if it's in there. Traversing difficult terrain increases movement cost by one foot per each foot movement. If no other movement penalties apply, have movement speed. If other conditions apply, um, Crawling through difficult terrain uses three feet of movement per one foot each distance traveled. Okay. So what I'm going to say here is that you need to... If you're trying to move 20 feet into this thing, your total movement is 30. That you could make it to the middle of it, but I'm going to make you make a dexterity save of a fairly low difficulty to uh -huh. get there. Go ahead and give me a dexterity save. Alright. How low is low? Uh, nine. Nine. Nine is good enough. Okay, good. We'll go ahead and do that. Move in the middle. And then I'm also going to cast uh, Hold um, Person on this creature. Are you now? I will try. Anyway, I will attempt to cast Hold Person at level... Oh. What's oh. my icon that moved? I'd say level two. It doesn't really help me because oh, there's yeah. only one of them there. So Level two. I like that we're just going to leave that moth proboscis on the screen. Alright, so... Oh, I can take that off. Hold person at level 2. Choose a humanoid you can see within range. Target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be paralyzed for the duration. That duration being up to one minute. On a success, the spell ends on the target. Uh, spell save is DC right now. DC 16. Alright, so let's get us wisdom saving throw. Oh, look at that. That is a failed saving throw. She failed it? She failed it uh, with a 14. Cool. All right. So this 
Oh, actually, give me one second. Let me just check one other thing real quick. Oh, that's not cool. Uh, yeah, my bad. I should have opened with this. She is 65 feet away from you. Well, I meant to go close enough. That was the whole point of that, was to get close enough to do it. And you said the middle, so I said, okay. So was that my bad? Um, I mean, if you want, I fudged up, so... Let's let's go back and start your turn over, because where you are is as far as you could make it. Um, because difficult terrain costs you twice as much, and where you are would be 20 feet, and you would need 35 feet of movement to get there, because well, difficult terrain costs twice as much. No, it, I feel like that was player bad. I mean... Oh no, it's just you mulligan to... your turn, it's alright. Are you sure? Because you would, like, you as a person in the game would know what that range is. Like your character would know, you as a person outside of it don't necessarily have access to All that. Alright, so I will, um... Okay. If you, yeah, if you go to where DM, you are I now... Will DM, I will uh, take that mulligan. Kolvik, it's your turn. Uh, seeing the ball bearings in front of me, I'm actually gonna go around them because I need to get close enough to try and do a whole person on this creature that I can see right now is a humanoid. So I'm gonna go um, a little bit north of the ball bearings and try to cast whole person at a second level. Do it. And I did for... She has to do a DC of 16 save. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do the save over. Okay. That is a failed save. This thing is held. Awesome. Yes! Let me get a little icon Even though it was there. an awesome possibly Scooby-Doo trap. And I was hoping for that to work. <laughs> Alright, so... Anything else on your turn? That was some movement, that was some hold person. That was, uh, I was happy with that. Nope, we're good. At the end of each of its turns, target can make another wisdom saving. Okay. All right, so over to Melvin for your turn. So is this thing screaming at us the whole time it's running at us? Uh, well, it's not running or screaming anymore because now it's hold person, but it was. Oh. Got, well. got like five feet of like, ah. But I think you did a perception, and you can tell it was hostile. Possible. Well, actually, you didn't know you were staring at a cactus. So <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't think I perceived much of anything. Um, I'm not gonna do anything. Okay. I'm. I'm gonna be ready for anything. <laughs> but I'm not gonna do anything. Melvin hangs out. All right. So I am going to make a roll. I'm gonna hang tough. Hang in tough. I don't actually remember that song or how it goes, but... I think that's <laughs> pretty much how it goes. <laughs> 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 it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, Kolvik, what is going to happen to you as chosen by random dice roll over here? Yeah, random. Right, five is the middle <laughs> set of numbers. You're the middle set of numbers I, I on know, the chart. I got it. <laughs> yeah, random. I attack them so randomly. I'm All right, so what happens to you... Oh, wait, I did make a thing for this. And this is the... This is the bee. Which you now know to be a thing called Hands of My Brothers. And hands emerge from the ground and attempt to restrain the target. Target must make a strength saving throw of a DC 18. Target is restrained until they can make a successful DC 15 strength check to get away. So essentially what happens is where you're standing, a bunch of hands emerge from the ground and uh, grab onto you to okay. restrain you. Fuck. What? That's what mm -hmm. I said. That's a thing. And then just before we get into the specifics of anything else, 
Are they touching your special places? Uh, we will see. A restrained creature's speed becomes zero, and it can't benefit from any bonus to speed. Attack rolls against that creature have advantage, and the creature's attack rolls have disadvantage, and the creature has disadvantage on dexterity saving throws. Well, good thing I have cool abilities that restrict dexterity, but the rest of it will hurt a lot. Alright, so we're doing a strength strength saving throw? Strength saving throw. Alright. We are... Good thing my strength saves are pretty good. Not that good. 14. 14. So you are restrained. So all of those conditions that I just read off to you yeah. now apply to you. And yes, they are touching my special spot. They're actually holding me by... Oh no! Holding me by only my special spot, and so... Oh man. Yeah, every single time something attacks me, it squeezes. And every time I try to move, it squeezes. It's like a constrictor on my... This is not where I wanted this to go. Uh, Diabolical. (laughs) (laughs) My wiener, my only weak spot, how'd you know? (laughs) A a single hand shot up from the ground between your legs. (laughs) Good job! I just clamped on like stone. Uh, My wiener. I one weakness, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> My three weaknesses. <laughs> yeah. Well, We've had a lot of weird. weird talk about uh, uh, genitalia. Anywho, the next turn is the thing called <laughs> Chosen. So now we have two uh, incapacitated creatures on the field. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it's a wisdom saving throw. Uh, with a 25, Chosen has broken out of your hold person and is now free to move and act, but unfortunately... Whoa, 25? Mm-hmm. It's a big bonus. Uh, so that creature will now be, in the future, free to move, but that unfortunately happens at the end of their turn. It moves on to the thing in the turn order marked S, which you'll now find out is called Hands of My Sisters. And... Uh, so now, because you're already held, it's a 50-50 split between the two of you. And it is going to be Roscoe, who is subject to this. Roscoe, hands emerge from the ground and attempt to grapple the target, being Roscoe. Roscoe must make a strength saving throw, DC 18, and Roscoe is grappled if until they make a successful DC 15 strength check on a failure. Fail. All right, Roscoe, you are grappled, which is slightly different and not as harsh as restrained, actually. Uh, grappled, your speed becomes zero, and you can't benefit to bonuses from speed. Uh, condition ends if the grappler, in this case these hands, uh, are, are incapacitated. Uh, condition also ends if the effect removes it, such as getting blown around by a thunder wave spell. Basically what it means is that your speed is zero. And let me just mark that on your little dude here. On your little dude. We'll do that with the little net icon. Well, this thing just sucks. Mm-hmm. And Roscoe, it is now over to your turn. Can I fire my ball while I'm held in place? Absolutely. It's your only negative effect right now is that you can't move. All right, I will fire my ball at the thing. The chosen. 30. Goddamn, 30 is a hit. <laughs> Goddamn. Goddamn. Nine. Plus two for 11. 11 damage is done to chosen. Anything else you'd like to do on your turn? Um, there's nothing really I can do, I don't think, since I'm grappled. Okay. Uh, Kolvik, it is over to you. 
Um, so one of your options is to make a DC 15 strength check, not a save, but just a straight up check to try and break free of these things. You have infinite other options. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's still pretty far away, so I'm not sure if I want to try to go for that attack method yet, just because um, we have to think about speed of ourselves as well, so there's probably no reason to try to restrain it again. It just broke three, broke fr uh, free so easily. So scary. And so, uh, thinking ahead, I think I'm going to do enhanced ability on myself along with bull strength, so the target has advantage on strength checks and doubles capacity, but I'm also I'm just worried about that strength chest check at the moment. Correct, since that will break me through uh, free. Uh, so that would be it. Would be your action to cast that spell, and then you'll have that available to make that next. Yeah, next yeah. turn. Yep. Correct. Okay, so we'll go ahead and do enhanced ability on myself, enhance. which is it is a concentration. Enhance. 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 Alright, so that'll get you advantage on the strength checks. You will have... Oh man, concentration up to an hour. I can't imagine concentrating on anything up to an hour. Like, I can't even focus on Reddit for the time it takes <coughs> to take it crap. No. Alright, no. you are enhanced. Zoomed in on that sector. I'm gonna put this little blue dot on your dude to indicate that you are enhanced. And Melvin, it's over to you. You have seen, by the way, these hands grow up out of the ground and you haven't seen Chosen make any hostile actions directly yet but I'm gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and give it to you that you can tell this this thing is not happy with you um can you remind me if my amulet of plube costs as an action or not I believe we called it a bonus action bonus I'm gonna just make a note of that bonus action okay cool uh I'm going to whisper the name Plube, and I will begin to fly, hopefully. Getting off the ground is a very good idea. Yes. Uh, okay. So that being said... Uh, tell me about your flight, by the way. Um, Height, direction, or just, like, getting off the ground? I think I'm gonna... How far How far have these uh, hands? So they've reached up to your nethers, I take it, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... And at least probably if it's going to grapple not. someone, it goes up to like maybe the chest height of a mm. rogue. It's, it's not canon that it's on its crotch. Yeah, so. it is. Yeah, <laughs> it <Someone> is canon. <laughs> but can, they can, you are aware of them reaching at least crotch height. Should we say groin? Groin is a little less weird of a word. Groin height? How about penis height? Sure. Let's just go with it. Just Genital height. Genital? Mm-hmm. Genital, 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 genital. For those peginas. I will cast Dominate Person on Chosen. Good lord. Dominate Person. Really long description. You attempt to beguile a humanoid that you can see within range. Must succeed in a wisdom saving throw or be charmed for you, by you for the duration. Blah, blah, blah. While the target is charmed, you have a telepathic link with it as long as the two of you are on the same plane of existence. That's interesting. Uh, you can use that to issue commands while you are conscious, no action required, which it does its best to obey. Mm -mm 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 -mm. If the creature completes the order and doesn't receive further direction from you, it defends and preserves itself to the best of its ability. Oh. And you can use your action to take total and precise control of the target. God damn. <laughs> 
Stop hitting yourself. <laughs> Each time the target takes damage, it makes a new wisdom saving throw against the spell. Saving throw succeeds, the spell ends. Is it just damage? What I'm looking for is, does it get to make a new save at the end of each of its turns? Like the hold person was. Alright, so I am not seeing anything that I was thinking I would see about it, making that over and over again. So just so you guys are all aware, the saving throw to get released gets made every time you damage this creature. And if you or creatures that are friendly to you are fighting it, it has advantage on the saving throw. So let me get a little wisdom saving throw. 13, that is a failed save. Yes. So you have dominated this creature. And the duration there is up to one minute. So let me... All right, so I put a little thing in the turn tracker to indicate rounds, uh, which currently has 10 and will continue to increment down. You have 10 rounds of six seconds to make up one minute of dominate person being successful. Anything else you'd like to do on your turn? Can I give it a give her a command now, or do I have to wait till my next turn? You know, I was trying to figure that out. It says no action required to give it commands. So I would say, uh, but that's also, that seems a little crazy to me. Like you can't necessarily do it on other people's turns. So let's say it doesn't cost you anything and you can issue one command per when it's your turn. That, uh, and so, yes, you have space to do that on your turn right now. I will telepathically ask her to do her best to free my friends from the hands that are grappling them. Oh, interesting. Uh, okay. When it is her turn, she will do that. That it for your turn, then? That's it. All right. So the hands restraining Kolvik have their turn, and they just continue to hang on. Uh, now it is over to the Chosen's turn, and the Chosen has a speed of 40, and so is going to take uh, the dash action on her turn to get all the way up to Kolvik, uh, but unfortunately doesn't have any remaining actions to try and help free. Um, so she's just there right in front of it, <laughs> and is like, she's like reaching down to, to, like, try and pull these hands off of you, Oh, basically. okay, she's trying to assist me. Yeah, she just doesn't you have will. any action left. <laughs> she's action. trying to pull these hands off your junk. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it! Ow! Stop it! They're holding on! <laughs> ow! 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 Oh, terrible. Alright, so that's that turn. Goes over to the other set of hands, which are um, grappling Roscoe, and they're just going to keep on grappling. So, Roscoe, it is over to your turn. Grapple is going to grapple. I'm going to poke at these hands with my daggers. You may. Uh, 20 is definitely a hit. Oh, sorry, your first one was a 14, and that's also a hit. Yay. Ten and four. Episode 66.
PhD in Litchery, was released on January 13th, 2019. Bring it on back in a week, friends, because you know we're going to have more. Vegan. 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 The Very Good Adventuring Team. So I heard a funny joke the other day. Um, what's the difference between... Oh, man. It was, it, was a, it was a sketch of that, but I forgot actually how it went. It was like, what's the difference between a wood duck and... Shit. Never mind. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't remember what it was now. Worst joke ever. <laughs> <laughs> Stick to podcasting, yeah. okay? Okay.